All right, welcome to uh, maybe the most special, inappropriate role I've ever done. You know, it's we interview all types on this show: famous comics, famous musicians, porn stars, unknown comics, unknown musicians, and uh, not many people can say their favorite singer of all time is uh, on their couch right now. Uh, but I can say that. I know that comes off a little ass kissy, but hey, fuck it, it's true. Please, guys, girls, welcome the one, the only. Mr. Stephen Piercy. Fuck yes. <laughs> What's, uh, yeah, I, first of all, thank you very much for coming down. Not a problem. We've been trying to do this for a while. Well, you're a busy guy, and, uh, you know, it's you're also a sponsor of the show with Mike Knuckles. Oh, which, yeah, I'm actually using one now, and so are you. <laughs> so it's not often I want to interview a sponsor, but, uh, you know, I've been trying to get you forever because... Uh, I don't think people really appreciate your history of in the music scene. I mean, you've been around a, a long time. Um, you've done a lot more than just rat, mm -hmm. but you know, obviously, that's uh, you know where most people know you from. And uh, you know, I know most interviews want to start with you in the Mickey Rat days in San mm -hmm. Diego. I almost want to do the reverse mm -hmm. and talk about what's going on right now because uh, you know you've recently uh, are on hiatus from Rat. Is that fair to say? Um, it's a permanent vacation. I mean, you know, it's 30 years is enough time to, uh, be in something that's so volatile, you know, it's, it's, uh, people have a different opinion and impression of what goes on in rock and roll per se, or any, anything in the music industry. And or movie for that matter, or anything. So, you know, but uh, time spent and I just felt it's enough. Things weren't proper and, you know, it's okay. It's all good. I'm very, I mean, as I look at, you're missing a few, but they're under top fuel records, but um, CDs, I mean, I have other things to do and business ventures that take up a lot of my time. And it's, um, I mean, I'm out doing shows, but I, don't want to go out and do massive tours and I just want to go out and have a good time and then hence my solo band and why I do what I do you know well that's what I love about your shows uh, I see at the whiskey like mm. um, one it's neat to see you in, in that intimate of a venue it's such a legendary venue and you I don't know if I'm out of line by saying this but uh, you seem like you're having more fun in with your band versus uh, some of the rat shows. Mm, yeah, well, you know, it, it's it's the whiskey, you know, it's not where we started, but it's where rat pretty much uh, took its place and put us into bigger venues. I mean, being at the whiskey, you know, or make it in, in the whiskey in the early 80s was, oh, we've made it, you know. <laughs> Hence, you didn't know if you got more successful, you would be down the street at the Palladium or you know, Santa Monica Civic, which we did. And, um, but I, I, I love, uh, being face to face, you know, it's the real reaction, you know, when you're doing big shows, which we still do and have done, you know, people are way in the hell out there, you know? And so it's nice to get in people's faces. You know, I do have a better time. There's not, there's less drama and there's less, you know, this overall, business structure you know it's it's more back to basics and like i say i i've spent my time you know in this beast i created and and um 
I'm enjoying what I do. You know, I mean, we've gone, we just got back from Sturgis and uh, did a great show in Montana and about to do some big shows coming up here. But uh, I just like getting out there once in a while. You know, that's all once in a while. Well, it shows. I mean, it's like you're doing it. For the fans, like, because you, you know how loved you are. And I, I've enjoyed every rat show I've seen with you, but it, sometimes it might have seemed like it's more of a business engagement than uh, for the fans. And, and you throw a little drama in there and other things that are, aren't proper, and it just becomes pain in the ass, you know. But uh, it is what it is, was what it was, and, you know, that's it. Contrary to what people think. And I mean, I saw something funny the other day. Somebody introduced me. They said, oh, there's some fan out there trying to uh, do like a, a lead singer thing. The auditions. Yeah, he's I guess the, this person made a uh, sang over some of her uh, music and is trying to push his way into whatever and i'm like well maybe you should have been in a rat cover band first right i might have helped but to each his own you know i mean it doesn't bother me i still get paid from the songs so go ahead and sing it because you you wrote them yeah i mean sing along go ahead please but i mean no one wants to hear anyone else sing rat songs other than you i mean i saw the band with jizzy pearl and uh uh, you Who's know, that? No, right. just kidding. No, Jizz <laughs> no, is cool. No, no, okay. it was, it was, uh, <clears throat> I guess it was better than nothing. And, and yeah. no offense to him, but it just wasn't, it, it, you're the voice. And like, well, you know, like I say, I created this beast and, and it's what it turned into eventually, you know. And, you know, the end of the rat tail, so to speak, is when Robin passed, you know, it, I knew it would never be the same. And it didn't matter if we went out there and did what we did um, or continued doing it. It's never going to be the same. No disrespect to Carlos, who's an amazing guitarist and a person and or a Karabi or or whoever else stepped in. Uh, It's just not the same. And it never will be. And I knew it was. And hence all the, you know catastrophe no, that followed you know no robin uh, when i had tawny katane on uh i used to have a framed picture of rob mm. and uh, when she got up to leave she stopped and started crying and so he meant it seemed like he meant so much to everyone who knew him yeah that's that's and she's a good girl um and she had very nice things to say about you yeah i see her once in a while i do these signings and and uh and she's a good girl i mean i met met them back in San Diego in um God mid seventies right. when Robin was he had his band Phenomena and Mac Mita and I Mickey Rat and you know, buttheads and you play the shows and no, we go on last, we go on first, whatever, you know, and we just became friends and they were like uh, high school sweethearts, man. They were like, you right. know uh sixteen, look. you know, uh maybe 17 and they lived down the street from my grandmother and uh you know i ended up meeting them i you know i don't know if she told you any stories but i'd bring them some great acid from la <laughs> she <laughs> left that out <laughs> <laughs> very many stories it's in the book actually it's a great book by the way i read it in two days mm. and uh, you know it was you know obviously i i wanted to hear the rat stories and then mm. but it was great to hear you know like you you know your 
time before rat you know when you were into the uh, mm. racing and yeah still know. into the racing you know it would take 10 books to write any kind of decent you know story about the band or even including myself in in the picture there but um uh, most of the stuff that I wanted in there, uh, Simon Schuster, they just wanted the dirt part two. And right. I'm like, I can give you the, the dirt part three, four and five and six, but that's not what I really wanted to do. Right. So it, it, this is what it is. And the next book will be uh, a little different and I'll have more control and actually go through, uh, things that, you know, band, uh, you know, members, sure. uh, the history and get more involved. But, uh, so far it's, it's done. Okay. And we're, we're happy with it. No, I mean, I love the story about you mm -hmm. uh, being in the hospital bed and the nurse. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you are such a womanizer yeah. uh, and I don't well, mean that in a, uh, mm. it's a compliment that you were, uh, getting your, uh, Rock pleasures, <laughs> uh, with broken legs in a hospital bed. I mean, that's, is well, that when yeah. you first realized I've got some kind of charisma with women? No, it was it was summertime, and you know, you, I found out who my my friends were, you know, and and yeah, um, but I was stuck in there for months, so you know, I had to entertain myself, you know, <laughs> one way or another. I, I you know couldn't get up and do anything. I was like you know, stuck on my back. So right. take it from there. <laughs> well, I, I only wish to one day have your, uh, female, uh, prowess, but <laughs> now it's, that's when you kind of picked up the guitar for the first time. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's the history's in that book, but you know, I got a guitar and I just adapted to it. You know, I wanted to race cars and drive and be one of the youngest guys driving at the time. And, and Walt Rhodes, who uh, owned these race cars that I was a pit guy for, uh, he was ready to let me have at it. And it just didn't, you know, just didn't uh, come into play. But I picked up this guitar and I just adapted to it and started writing my own songs like right away. You know, I had my sister, uh, uh, this guy she was seeing, he uh, played... Um, Almond Brothers, just amazing, just slide, and, and it was incredible. And he taught me some chords, uh, and I just went for it. I just went, okay, I like this, you know, and then started going to shows. And after seeing Zeppelin a few times, I just went, oh, this is fucking it. You know, I, I this is it. And then Van Halen, and I was off and running, you know, hit the ground running. Now, when you saw Van Halen, did you say to yourself, I have to get a guitar player that can no because i was playing guitar and singing and it was at the whiskey you know it's 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 in the book there um you know i asked dave i i knew about sound checks and and things and i just said fuck it i'm driving up there to see him a friend of mine kept telling me go see this band van halen and um i did I asked Dave if he yelled at Dave if he wanted to smoke a joint and he said come on up and I said great now I can find that Ed guy that Ed Van Halen guy because right. I was into guitars more than you know uh, singing so to speak but I was the rhythm guitar player singer guy in Mickey Rat but when I met Ed we became friends and I was just I'd watch him sit on stage and just I went this is crazy you know, I mean, you Sandy. knew then. Yeah, I knew. This guy's different. Like, I knew the band was just going to be huge. 
And I just, I went, I went back to San Diego and, and told everybody I could, there's this band up there and this is how it's done. You know, right. This is how it's done. And, uh, I got to get up to LA. We got to get our asses up to LA. And that's what we did. Moved to LA, um, January 1st, 1980. And, uh, that was it. And did you, Robin was first to come up with No, you? he wasn't, he wasn't at the band. It was Mickey Rat. I moved right. Mickey Rat up and Mickey Rat played for a couple years. Imploded. Uh, Jakey Lee pulled in. A couple other guys pulled in and they pulled out. And Robin's band moved up. They imploded on him. And we just got to talking. And he used to jam with us anyway once in a while um, when Jakey was in the band. And um, we just got to talking about And then we met Motley, who was right. new on the scene. And we'd troll around the strip, you know. Uh, Having a good time. Yeah, created the Gladiators, which was, you know, our street gang so to speak and uh nikki uh tommy uh vince occasionally robin myself and um you know and we just worked the scene you know i mean you were there in the beginning of like this yeah just amazing time yeah when nobody liked us they'd pay us not to play (laughs) let's say you're too loud you're too weird uh here's your money right away (laughs) <laughs> so we did. We take the money and run. You know, pay not to play. That's yeah. Pay not to play. We were too obnoxious. Mickey Rat was too obnoxious and and cool. Who knows? And then didn't you guys get uh, now? So Jake went to Rough Cut, right? Um, I really don't know what he did. I know he had um, interest with Dio, right? And then eventually Ozzy. Um, and it's great because when um, Out of the Cellar broke, um, we went on the road with Ozzy and Jakey was in the band. So it was it was great. And you, you guys know? were on good terms. Yeah. And Warren used to be Jake roommates with Jake. You know, that's where he learned a lot of the right. early rat songs. You know, you got it. Direction. Tell the world. Cheater. And all those early Mickey Rat songs I wrote, um, you know, Jakey had those solos down and there's actually a cd on top fuel records that has uh early mickey rat the garage tape days right with jakey and we did write a couple original songs he, he says i heard he said we didn't but um matt who was in rough cut and did studio stuff and he was in the band at that time uh confirmed it. he says yeah those were Original songs that you guys did. So, are there any that might be released on? Uh... They're out there. Garage tape days. Okay, because yeah. I think that's on iTunes, or is that yeah. a bootleg? It's on or... iTunes. Okay. No, the other one's the uh, the bootleg. We won't get into that. Well, yeah, yeah. No, no worries, no worries. Uh, and then, but, I, but I mean, I mean, you know, they, I have uh, for those of you. Well, none of you can see this. <laughs> uh, I have uh, it's extensive. Probably ninety percent of uh, most of Stephen's output, and mm. uh, from the EP with uh, Tony Katane's legs on it, yeah, to Cellar uh, Tony, and then you got uh, Invasion, Dance, Reach, uh, Collage, Detonator. the uh, the record. Now, a record I almost, uh, you know, you didn't talk about it a lot in the book was the ninety uh, nine record uh, you did with John Kalodner. Yeah, I didn't talk about a bunch. Of, you know, that's that was what was edited from the. No book. worries. No worries. But, but, you know, 
that record was an interesting time and period. We were just getting back after collage and, and I just, I just couldn't sit with, um, you know, the foundation without the real foundation of right. rat, you know, and, you know, we did what we, we could only do so much. Robin was a big part of, you know, our music and arrangements and, and stuff. So it's it, it, after detonator, it was, that was it. You right. Know, we almost pulled them back in, but it just wasn't, uh, wasn't, wasn't right. Um, was that around unplugged when I, I mean, cause I know yeah. Michael yeah, Shanker unplugged. Yeah. Around unplugged. Yeah. Um, Shanker sat in for us for a while and that was actually very cool. Um, that was again, it, it wasn't rat, you know. Right. As so. amazing as Michael Schenker is. Yeah, he's great. Uh, and it was neat to see him and Warren, you know, mm-hmm. like play with each other. And uh, I think Fred yeah. Curry was... Uh, On the Unplugged, yeah. He went, He was back there, you know. You know, uh, that was kind of neat. Percussion stuff, yeah. Who you later uh, joined. You know, I saw Arcade's Arcade. first concert at the Troubadour. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget, uh, you stopped a song halfway through because a girl was heckling you. And you said something to the effect of, I wouldn't fuck you anyway, you're too ugly. And went right back into I, I, it. I, you know, there, there's a lot of things I don't remember. No, it's all good. It's part of the core. Of course, you know, we, I mean, you play thousands of shows and so what? You don't know what the city is. That's standard. That's normal. But when people do give you grief, it's like, come on, I'm. Uh, what did you come here for? Right. You know, throw shit at us or, you know. Um, no, no. I mean, I you know. Now, how many songs from the first arcade album were, I mean, were any of those uh, possible rat songs or, or were they all completely written for arcade? They were just all written for right. arcade. Yeah. Fred, uh, uh, Johnny Angel, his real name. Uh, oh, God. Frankie. Uh, Frank, Frank didn't write on those records. I think only one song, but, um, I like that band. That was a good band. I mean, well, and you guys got some MTV play for, uh, sure. uh, uh, I think, uh, not dancing with the, uh, angels, uh, nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Yeah. Something I wrote with Jim Valance. Um, it was a big, huge songwriter with Brian Adams. Yeah. And then we, uh, did a two, which is more aggressive. I think I had uh, um, Halford's producer on that, um, who did Fight or something. And there's a lot of music here. Well, I mean, you've, uh, you know, that's why I said, you know, you're not, you know, just rad. I mean, it's Vertex, which no. was kind of an industrial. Uh, yeah, that was way. That's we're gonna put some of that out here real soon. Um, Al Petrelli, Al Petrelli, just incredible guitar player. We had a great time. Um, I don't think anybody was ready for that, whether they liked it or not. I mean, I I just like trying different things. It's like I write for, you know, do stuff for ESPN two, um, TV shows, whatever. It, it doesn't matter, you know. I just like writing different things, you know? Um, but then again, anything I write is going to be compared to right. rap music. So it's okay. You know? Well, I mean, you guys were, uh, I think you and Motley, uh, were probably the, in my opinion, the two best bands, uh, from that era. And, uh, 
you know, it's, I don't think, uh, you know, you guys, would you say you guys were, uh, I don't know if lucky is the right word, but, you know, MTV started breaking mm. right around the time you guys did. Did that help? 82, they started, 82, 83, yeah. Um, I would say we're not responsible for the scene. I think the scene was responsible for itself, right. you know. Um, the new wave, wave had run its course. Punk had run its course. Uh, 70s, you still had the big bands out there. But once Van Halen broke it, the door was wide open. And then you had everybody from, you know, Great White to uh, Quiet Riot, uh, you know, Motley Wasp. Uh, yeah, all these great bands, you know. Uh, I mean, even Striper, who was Rock's regime back in the day. Wow. I mean, all of us used to troll around the strip right. in the early days during the Gazzari's period. You, know? oh, sure. you moved up the ladder, Gazzari's, Roxy, Whiskey, you know, and then you'd go to the Palladium and uh, per se. But it was a great, great period. Did you ever play 80s. the Starwood? We actually did play the Starwood a couple times. Um I believe it was uh, Mickey Rat, not Rat, if I'm correct. Um, Any yeah. Eddie Nash stories? Uh. No, and but we've got some trippy stuff about the Troubadour. I mean, that was an interesting, interesting club to play, venue to play. But uh, you know, we played everywhere and anywhere you could play. Right. You know, it's like I say nowadays. I go where bands fear to go. Right. You know. Some bands, we're not playing there. We're not doing this. It's like, oh, I'll fucking play there. You pay, I'll play. You know, just for the fact that these people want to hear music. Well, know? yeah, I mean, it's there's not, uh, you know, I mean, I would say you guys, uh, in a, I mean, Rat and you mm -hmm. as an individual, Motley Crue, and uh, I don't know, maybe Bon Jovi or... Mm -hmm. or yeah, sure, back in the early days. Yeah, Queensryche. I mean, if you're talking the early rock, you know, period there um very few have survived i mean they're, they're yeah this this record here this strip thing unplugged that's released uh, again that was at uh, key club which is right. was gazari's um that was interesting to do yeah no i mean it's uh it's, it's i'm just glad to have you uh, guys still playing and yeah well if we can't play live there's plenty of music out there to yeah, and you can get it on like uh, not only iTunes but topfuelrecords.com, sure. yeah. where uh, I see you've also got some memorabilia like mm -hmm. from your personal collection. Yeah, I'm you know I I've once in a while I clean out my studio and there's so much crap in there, but I mean it's not crap to some other people and and you know if it's gonna sit for years I don't collect it. I mean you know uh, the good stuff I'll save for you know, family and this and that, but, um, there's plenty of good stuff in there. And, and, you know, instead of giving it to the hard rock or, or house of blues or all these other, you know, places I offer it to, you know, well, fans or whatever, you know? Well, if you have those, uh, silver pants from the, I want a woman video, I want them. Oh God. I couldn't even tell you, you know, a lot of our stuff, a lot of that stuff was in storage for so long. It just deteriorated, you know, deteriorated. Right. And, um, you know, or your shirt from the lay it down video. It was like a kind of a pirate, uh, Penzance look. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. A lot of silly things, but you know, it, it wasn't silly back then. It was just 
trying to be different. I mean, you know, we had our own image and, and looks. We, we It was a cement pirate thing, Robin and I <laughs> called our look. And nobody was doing that. There were It was leather and studs, and we went there too. But then we decided, you know, we, we, we don't want to be bulked in with, right. you know, uh, the priest, the maiden, the, this stud thing. But uh, even though it's a cool thing, and uh, I you know stud out plenty of clothes these days but uh, back then no we had we had our own gig which is very cool you know because you do a judas priest uh heading on the highway uh covering your shows oh i'll do priest zeppelin i'll do uh we're actually doing uh um uh radar love our drummer uh greg d'angelo from Great White. From, from right. White Lion. Oh, no, no, my bad. My Another bad. white band. Right. But uh, he's great. And we've added that in the set, and it's, it gets an incredible response. And so that's fun. So it all depends, you know. I mean, we can just reach into the bag of tricks and, you know, pull out whatever. I mean, if people want to hear it, we'll play it. You know, it's not all about rat. Um, I play arcade. I do other solo stuff. Um, I love and, the arcade songs. Yeah, we're getting ready to do a show in Vegas. Um and we're going to unleash a few other new songs uh, or solo songs. So I decided, okay, now we're going to start from squat, scratch here. Right. We've got like, you know, probably 20 songs uh, to work up. And we're going to go in Monday and I'm going to tentatively title the new record Smash. Oh, cool. And hopefully we can uh, get my fourth solo record out. Uh, you know, late in the year, early 15 and, you know, go out there and shake it up. I love it, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I actually really like the uh, ballads that Arcade did. Uh, mm. I think uh, Cry No More and, um, and uh, So Good, So Bad. So Good, So Bad. Yeah. You know, Rat was never we. the closest we got to the ballad thing was actually closer to my heart. Robin and I wrote uh but we really weren't into the ballad thing. Right. Like you know? giving yourself away. Would giving might yourself be... away. I did with, uh, yeah. And that's another close. And that song is amazing. I, I, I wrote love that it. with, uh, uh, Desmond and Diane Warren, Desmond child and Diane oh. Warren. And it was just such a great experience writing with, uh, uh, Diane Desmond. We were already working with on detonator, um, right? Yeah. He did he produce, uh, under a, a pseudonym? I think Sir Arthur Payson. No, that was the producer. Uh, Desmond was, the executive producer on that or, or something. And who's one of the uh, most, uh, maybe the most prolific songwriter uh, of our generation in terms mm -hmm. of the, I mean, Ricky Martin, Rat. Bon Jovi. Or, yeah, I mean, uh, I think his, his publishing's doing okay a yeah. month. <laughs> it was good. I mean, we've, I've had the opportunity to, to write with a lot of great people. Um, there are a couple of people I'd still like to write with. Um, Can you say who? Uh, Perry, I would love to write with, um, and uh, but you know, it doesn't guarantee a hit, but you could. It, it could happen, you know. I mean, it's never too late. To, you know, you keep oh, writing, no. you keep writing, uh, and if it's a good song, it's a good song, you know. Um, but back when we wrote with some of these people. Uh, it just wasn't accepted. You know, I, I don't think a lot of people knew Desmond wrote all those hits for Bon Jovi, right. you know, um, but it was cool actually. Um, 
Because I don't like, yeah, I mean, he, he's known for a ballad type of, mm. uh, you know, I, music, like with Aerosmith, all the, the yeah. big oh, ballads. Yeah. Yeah. And the, or Fredrickson or, or uh, um, oh, God. I mean, I think people wouldn't think that you guys and Desmond Child would be uh, a right fit, but I love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, and, and we really wanted to write our own songs. I mean, that's, you know, we did write our own songs for quite a while. It wasn't only until, you know. So the record labels later say, hey. on. Yeah, they saw hits coming out of, you know, other bands and right. our genre. And, you know, it was kind of like, hey, why don't you guys try writing with, writing with. And it's sure, I will. It doesn't bother me. You know, it's just an experience, you know, whether the song's a hit or not. It's uh, you learn. Sure. You, you can learn writing with great people. I love writing with uh, new bands or, or, or people all the time. It's just an experience, you know. Would you uh, ride with Desmond again if uh, the situation sure. came up? Oh, sure. Diane Warren in a second. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, uh, Holly Knight. Uh, did you ever write? Uh, no. No. Um, but. Uh, Perry, I would. She, she is somebody I'd love to work with. Oh, my God. Um, now, did you and Paul Stanley ever, I know you guys crossed paths, but I always, mm. uh, you always kind of reminded me of each other. Would <laughs> would, would uh, you ever collaborate with him if uh, something came about? Not high on sure. your list. I mean, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd write with anybody, right. you know, not just anybody, but somebody, you know, just to, just to do it, you know. I mean, um. But I've also, you know, re-recorded a lot of our catalog and like with George Lynch, a couple of the songs. No. Yeah. Well, that one album, that was different. But uh, for the wrestler, you know, those are re-recordings. Uh, they were pretty close because nobody got it. But um, well, that was great that uh, to, to hear your voice, uh, you know, rat songs uh, sung by you uh, in a yeah, huge they, movie. They couldn't. But nobody knew that movie was going to be huge. Right. It w only was when it was huge that, um, you know, they wanted the real songs for the soundtrack or something. But, you know, it is what it is. And it is what it was. Oh, sure. Sure. But uh, this is interesting. I like well, you know, I, I thought, Jesus, he's going to think I'm uh, some mad no, you know, maniac. <laughs> well, my my songs with, you know, we were actually getting ready to uh, get into the new Rat record, which I'm still, you know. It's possible. I'll still do the Rat record, just not go out and go through all this other drama, you know, drama again. But um, Warren and I actually wrote uh, a great song. And if that's the only song that gets out, it would be fine with me. Um, I'll check back with him in a bit about that. But uh, Well, I loved how on your last whiskey show, you brought Juan out. And yeah. it seemed like there was a real, uh, mm -hmm. you said, hey, this is the guy who covers for me. And I thought, wow. Oh, yeah. And you can tell Juan, <laughs> like, I know you guys have, uh, you know, maybe... Uh, back in the day uh yeah had some issues but it's wow it was neat as a fan to see you guys kind of like well any band who's together for that long and who's gone through like you know years and years of arena tours and killing yourselves to to live you know uh or have fun um but uh Juan has done a couple shows and you know who knows maybe uh Juan and I'll get together in the future and work on something, some project or something. It's not out of the question. Um, so right now, you know, uh, go to my website, 
There's information on shows. There's some good stuff for the kitties there. Mike Knuckles Collectibles. is uh, Mike Knuckles is something I created over a year ago. It's uh, I love these things. Pending out there, it'll be uh, out there soon enough. You can you can get some of them uh, through my site, but what what's going to end up happening is they'll end up being in stores soon enough and. And anybody can get them. Yeah, there's different versions and oh, models. There's like and, about six or seven different models. Yeah, and, uh, colors, models, type. I mean, you can even customize them. You want one made out of gold? We can make a pure gold one. You want a silver one? We can do that. You want real diamonds in there? We can do that. You want to bling it out? You can bling it out. Uh, yeah, like yeah. the one I have. It's almost like, like uh, I would say this might be like the, the Vinnie Vincent model. Uh, well, with, <laughs> with, God uh, forbid, but uh, that, that model there is to where you could actually, if somebody wanted real diamonds in there, have at it. You know, I mean, it's it's wide open, this product, Mike Knuckles, and it's on Twitter there and its website's being created, but it inevitably will be in stores uh, hopefully soon enough. That's awesome. Um, yeah, patents take a bit and once that's locked in, but I use them as much as I can. Uh, sometimes you can't get them through the airport, whether they're in your bag or under the under the plane or on the plane. Uh, my manager almost got uh, arrested having one on him that he didn't know he had. So <laughs> they consider it a weapon, and it I actually it, it actually is. But but it's just a good item because it's hands free. There's no cling clang and and uh, just a fun uh, kind of accessory. If uh, yeah. and the Talon model is just a way ego model. There, it's just you know, here's my mic. Watch me sing. Right. Well, that's <laughs> what we're a here cool for. Thing. Yeah. I create all these crazy things, but uh, a few of them, I, they actually see the light. And uh, But anyway, you know, you can go to the site and, and go to my website. TopFuelRecords.com. Uh, right now, it's Stephen-Piercy.com, okay. and it'll send you to the other sites, Top Fuel Records, uh, Mike Knuckles, uh, and very CDs that aren't on oh, iTunes. Yeah. You can get collectibles. You can get the the, the CDs. Uh, the iTunes catalog is up there, and uh, the books up there. You know, I mean, look, I like to share. So if you want something signed, but uh, nobody rides for free. So right. I I mean, people send me all these things to sign. It's like, wait, did you read the fine print there? Right, you got to pay. But yeah. once in a while, I do just, you know, just do things because it's. It's a, it's a good gesture. You yeah, know? but you also have to, uh, you know, get paid for you know like. Well, a, I'm not I'm not one of those guys who like wants you know here I want five hundred dollar meet and greets or you know like kiss you know I, I those kind of things I just don't understand you know I'm in the program but not to abuse the system there. So I mean, to speak. so you're saying uh, that there'll never be like a Stephen Piercy coffin or a Stephen no. Piercy condom. <laughs> Well, there might be a condom. I don't know. But uh, uh, top fuel condom, yeah. Well, just, people would buy it. Yeah. Well, people buy a lot of things, but uh, <laughs> I just don't throw trash out there. You know, um, um, we'll take it. But then again, you know, most importantly, uh, I'm on your show finally, and it's way cool. Um, I, I And I can't, I know you get asked to do a lot of these things from these crazy fans, mm -hmm. and uh, I can't thank you enough because... Uh, you know, you were the interview I wanted from day one. And, right on. Uh, you know, just because your history and, and the, you know, for thir 30, 40 years. Uh, yeah. Not many you. people have uh, 
lasted that long in this business and yeah well you know hence our you know our losing our brother but uh um you know and also there's you know there's new swag up there these there's new shirts we're going to introduce the arcade shirts out there again on the on the you know top fuel records and the uh uh we have these Mike Knuckles shirts. We have the arcade shirts coming out. So there's a lot of good stuff. You know, I just don't like to throw it out there, take my time and do it and make it kind of special. And right. so check the website out. And like I say, we're going into the studio, start working on Smash. And that's Monday with, uh, you know, my guitar player for years, Eric Ferentino's, uh, Matt Thorne, uh, Greg Angelo and you know uh, Chris who's the Hager rhythm uh, Chris. Chris Hager he's right. from Mickey Rat actually from back in the day and rough cut and and uh, I'll even have Juan in there if he wants to play some bass and you know it's uh, the way I record is I I just it's all just a a variable of uh, what the song needs you right. know and but I really don't need to or like to rush records anymore I like to just let it do its own thing. Right. Would you ever uh, possibly uh, record something with Jake if, uh, you know... If there was an opportunity? Uh, of, of course. Yeah, sure. Um, it could be with anybody. I mean, you know, there's a lot of new artists out there I co-write with and, and I still want to you know, write with. And, and the label's up and going again. So there are bands that I'm, you know, I'll be announcing soon that I'm signing or bring it into top fuel records and you know it's it just it's about time that's sure. why i don't like to go out there and play as much as you know uh, as much as you know yeah, like i'd you like do. or need it's just i just play when i get out there and you know still live to have fun and and uh, but there's other things to do and the racing you know we're trying to get another race car out there and um you know, I've worked with great people, Clay Milliken, uh, James Day, Jeff Deal, uh, you know, but uh, we're working on something and uh, it's wide open. Yeah, yeah. And uh, is there ever a thought of, I mean, are, are videos dead in the music business? Like, I don't think so, because, you know, every once in a while you'll see a new video from, from you know, an 80s band or, you know, whatever. But uh, it's like put it this way it's like rolling stone has a you know magazine per se it's like uh, uh review my book no they're too cool for that um, right you know so I, i'm sure if i and i'll do it i'll put a video out there with you know these guys i work with and but we have a lot of stuff that we're working on and we just want to do it right and down to shows creating shows and and other things music for movies and etc so it's time consuming and it can't all happen at once. Sure, sure. So I'm just trying to keep myself occupied and and do some good things for myself and my companies and, and leave it at that, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as rat, there is none. Right. Um, with me. Uh, it's still open to do a record. Um, and now it how happens. It took 10 years for the last one, so it's been three. station, <laughs> which I loved. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, and, and although, like you said, uh, no one can ever replace Rob, and I, I thought yeah. Carlos, I mean, I was as close maybe just from a yeah. playing perspective and a contribution. Uh, agree. Um, yeah, it wasn't, you know, I mean we actually talked about it that it could have been a better record you know um but you know we had the opportunity and Juan had come back um 
so we'll see what happens. You know, we'll, we'll see. I'm not, I'm not going to promise anything, but, uh, I did, you know, leave the door open to do the record. And, and if, if it's the original four guys, that would be cool. If it's not, well, then you'll get what you got before infestation or, you know, the self-titled, uh, record but until then we'll see i mean, I mean who knows the arcade might wake up one day i don't know it, it just depends on the day right <laughs> if i'm swinging to the left swinging to the right you know right who knows well i mean like it seems and uh you know I, I know you're very busy so just a few uh, quick questions yeah. uh, that you know the fans uh, have said you've got to ask them this you got to ask them that sure um and if you can't answer these questions no no worries uh sure. and, and this is probably my number one question that i i've never quite understood like you founded the band, you know, Mickey Rat, later became Rat. It was yeah. open for a record. Uh, doesn't matter who did what. I, I'm happy with my legacy. And, and well, I think you know, he, it's very, it's very, I mean, we do very well for ourselves in publishing. You know, we didn't give everything away. And so, you know, uh, it's it's all good. You know, it's all good. I'm, I'm, I'm content. I can live with it and move on as I have many times before. Sure. Um, if somebody holds a grudge or they've got their little feelings hurt because I can do other things and that's, that's their problem. You know? Um, well, that's the best part for you. It's you like, know. you're not just rat, you know, you're arcade. I write songs and, and I create things, you know, I created this beast, you know, um, you literally created it. Yeah. So it's all good. I'm happy about it. I don't need to, uh, yeah, you seem like you're I in don't a good need to place. Go, I don't need to, Oh, very good place. I don't need to, uh, so water behind you if you uh, uh, beat a dead, you know, beat a dead rat, so to speak. And we'll end it at that. Yeah, you know? No worries. It's like I just I like moving on, you know, and, and you know, heyday is over with. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, now, some people like to live that heyday 24 hours a day, even <laughs> at their age. You know, I don't, Right. <laughs> you know, um, there's better things to do. Now, speaking of that, that's another question fans uh, wanted to know, like, you know, Detonator was a big album, mm. uh, you know, the Point Break, uh, Nobody Rides for Free was a big hit and uh, mm. a great video and then Unplugged. Was there a moment, you know, where you thought it's coming to an not for you guys, but the scene is coming to an end? I mean, oh, we knew it. I knew it. And uh was it the Nirvana video or was it oh, before no. that? Nirvana, you know, that's such bullshit. People saying, um, you know, grunge killed rock or metal. You know, what's still standing? 80s rock. Right. Why? Uh -huh. Because it was exciting, colorful, dangerous. Um, grunge, per se, you know, or all these labels, hair this, you know, grunge that cock rock. It, it's it's the most ridiculous thing because nobody killed nothing. It was just a change needed to happen. And it does happen every decade, per se. You know, uh, I knew the first time I heard GNR, it was going to be huge. Had nothing to do with me. God bless him. Whatever. Right. You know, I was at the time uh, great friends with Stevie. Um but I'm just saying, you know, it, it, nobody's responsible for doing anything. And, you know, the youth now wants to hear what kind of music they want to hear. 80s rock. Right. Why? Because it 
had texture, color, solos, you know, uh, solos. People forgot how to play solos in the 90s, um, you know. Uh, people started looking like roadies, um, right? They're you know, very unhappy millionaires. Yeah. So I'd rather be a happy one than a roadie looking one. Um, and you know, I haven't forgotten, you know, I, I still like to have some color out there when I go play. Um, you wear the trench coat and the, uh, the leather, uh, the leathers. <laughs> well, you know, um, it's interesting, but no, no, you know, nobody's responsible for killing anybody's genre of music or, or career. Either you killed your own career yourself or, you know, that's the bottom line. Or radio just hopped on a bandwagon. And I mean, God bless uh, that metal show. I'm, I'm sure um, I've got something we've been working on that's going to rear its head soon enough. But, the, the, you know, you, you have these people who believe in this kind of music like I do. Right. And people love it. It's not it's never going to go away. I'm still a fan of Zeppelin. Sure. Cooper, uh, you know, Van Halen, you name it. Uh, 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 so golden earring. I mean, it's never going to go away, you know, um, Black Sabbath. I mean, it's there to stay. Priest, you know, Rat, Motley, Quiet Riot, Quiet. You name it. We're still here. The music is going to live forever. We might not, but the music will. And um, it's a beautiful thing, you know. I mean, that's why we create music to be heard. You and, know, and it's me. nice if you own it. So we're very happy we do own it. Um, for those of us who write and it's a good thing so i'm very content all i like to do is just create new music right so i'm ready to smash down and and like i say right now fourth solo record working on and um take it from there got shows out it's on the website and let's rock yeah, yeah. Well, let, let, one more uh, line of questioning, and then mm. we'll let you go. Sure. I'll release you out of the, the rat cage. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you said some of us won't live forever, and, and you mm. know, I know Robin. I, you know, I, I could still tell means an incredible amount to you and, and mm. Tawny, and and yeah. Uh, I mean, some of your other comrades have, have recently passed. You know, Kevin Dubrow, and, yeah. and uh, I mean, do you like? Do you get bummed out like when you think some of your buddies aren't here anymore or, or do you just remember the good times that you had with them? Well, with Robin, I, it's it was a whole nother story. I mean, we were very close, you know, and, you know, people who don't really know us can speculate and think what they may, but... He was a very, very important part of the band. He was the first one. He was my right-hand man when I started the band. Right. Um, and he was a very important part. And when it went down, and we had to really consciously think about, you know, his situation at the time and why he didn't pull back in. But uh, that's between us. Oh, absolutely. You know, and and... All I can say is, you know, I knew it back then. I mean, for the fact that we were doing arena tours for so many years and we were beating ourselves up pretty good. You know, is it worth selling millions and millions of records? Mm, maybe, maybe not. Um, but, you know, 
So I know in your book you talked, which everyone should get. Mm. Um, it's it's a, and I'm not just saying that. It, it's sex, drugs, and rat and roll. If you're a fan of of, even if you're not a fan of rat, but you just like the mm. genre of music, it's it's yeah. a great. You know, just your story about uh, you know, being a comic and having to deal with uh, some interesting bookers. Hearing your story with the uh, <laughs> the whiskey uh, mm. <laughs> book. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it was a. Uh, what was cool back then is everything was new. It was. <laughs> Fresh. It was refreshing. It was colorful. I mean, you know, the things we got away with and we did, you know, with our cohorts, whether it be, you know, w what is Striper now? I mean, people wouldn't believe we used to hang out and just destroy the Gazaris together and Mickey Rat and, and, and them. And then, you know, uh, Wasp. Uh, Shark Island. Motley. uh you know, the, all of us, we, it was all new to everybody. Right. It's what we made of it. And, you know, we weren't, we weren't just doing it on the West Coast. I'm sure it was happening on the East Coast. And, but uh, the West Coast is, is pretty much where it broke because of Van Halen. Right. And then, you know, Quiet Riot. But uh, I don't think any band should take credit for creating anything. It just happens. It's just the climate as, you know. It'll happen again, you know. Somebody new so. will come along and and do something, but it's going to be difficult because my personal belief is where we're at now in the music industry. Everything's so labeled and still cookie cutter mentality and and prejudice and and you know if uh, Joe Schmo at this label or what's left of labels yeah. uh, bands can pretty much do it on their own um, nowadays um, is it more profitable to really like I know Molly oh, of course of course because uh, you do everything but you also have to incur the risk I guess of yeah well you do that anyway when you if you sign to a major and you know uh, uh, there is a bill to pay but if you do it yourself you get the rewards, you know, um, but you should be smart about it. Keep your publishing, you know, um, it will pay off if you sell millions and millions of records, you know? Oh, sure. Um, as we are fortunate, but, uh, for those who wrote in the band, um, which was basically you, uh, it was, it was, Warren. A form. It was Warren, Robin and Juan and myself, uh, uh, but you know, here nor there, um, there's a good climate out there still, you know, this kind of music is, keeps you youthful. I you love know? it. And it's not going away. It, it's never going to go away. And that's why there's such a resurgence of eighties per se rock, you know? And I think YouTube has like, you know, since MTV doesn't play videos anymore. Yeah, can, it helps. You can just put in your name or rat and it helps and destroys, you know, if you do something stupid, which we all have, then I'm sure nowadays, and we got 50, 1500 cameras on your phone cameras and you know, it's all in good jest. Thank well, God. Thank God. We didn't have those around when we were early eighties, uh, yeah, would you be alive or in uh, jail if TMZ was uh, around when you were? Oh, uh, yeah, totally. The gladiators were trolling around the Kazaris. Yeah, I'm sure we would have been in a lot of shit. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, we're Listen, lucky. 
Oh, you, you, <laughs> you're one of the survivors, and uh, <laughs> you know, anytime you have something to promote or you want to get off your chest, yeah. uh, I would love to have you back. Well, I appreciate it, and thank you. It's it's great to to see that we've accomplished so much here. Uh, I want to see if you remember this picture from. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, is that you? That is me and my. Uh, I was. I think I was auditioning for King Cobra. No, and, you look like uh, uh, the guy from it. that band. Uh, <laughs> Weezer. <laughs> Do you have the time? What are they called? Uh, Kaja Gugu? No. Um, a three-piece band, or they were a three-piece. Uh, oh, what were they called? I don't know. That picture was taken uh, in Phoenix. Uh, I think you and Vince Neil were on tour. And, uh, oh, that's great. So uh, that's probably the, the great yeah. uh, memorabilia. So, you know, next thing. So you go to the site, and it'll take you anywhere you need. You want Knuckles, music, the book. Collect Memor this, collectibles, that, merch, whatever. I mean, it's all good. I'm just uh, gonna share, you know, some good things out there, and and uh, more music to come. Like I say, working on what we're gonna be calling Smash here, starting Monday. Well, listen, uh, go visit Stephen, Stephen dash com. it'll uh, have links to go to mike knuckles uh, which on twitter i think is at mike knuckles yeah and uh, top fuel records for the music itunes and the book i mean everything's there if you want to check it out tour dates and uh see you out there soon enough yeah please support this man he was nice enough to come here uh you know and to drive anywhere in la is uh <laughs> you know is, is an awful experience so uh please support <laughs> Stephen piercy uh you know, he's more than just rat. Go see his solo shows. Any coming up at the Whiskey or uh, in L.A.? You know, we usually get back there every few months. Uh, right now we're off to Vegas and then Ohio, some festival, and and we've got some dates out there. All right, well, follow Stephen Pierce. He's, uh, I'm a bigger fan now than I was before this started because he's a nice guy. Some of these uh, guys from his era are kind of dicky. Uh, I won't mention names, uh, Chris Holmes, but... Uh, uh, you know, uh, follow Inappropriate Earl on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, this episode will be up. Share it with all your friends. And uh, let's uh, carry Steven's legacy for the next 10 years by supporting him. You know, he, he's got to make a living, too. So don't ask him for free <laughs> autographs. Buy a T-shirt, he'll autograph it. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you.